Hey there, sunshine. It's Melinda from Hoping There Was None. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you. I appreciate that. And I just want to give you a little disclaimer here that I am not a counselor or a therapist. I'm not an attorney. I'm just someone that's been there. I'm a childhood abuse as well as a domestic violence survivor. I freed myself in 2009 and now I share my healing journey, my story, and the story of others in order to inspire, empower, and educate. My intention is to break open the darkness and to let there be light. So I hope you find some value in this. Please stay safe. God bless. And here's today's episode. Melinda, how you doing? Well, I am coming to you in my car. I know, I said I wouldn't do this, but I have to do it now. I remember my daughter, Miss Alex, and I were just talking. I just took her to work, and uh, we were chatting about blood type. And so what this has to do with is, it's funny how things pop up, memories pop up, when you least expect it. So we're talking about blood type. She's giving blood on... Friday, and I'm so proud of her because this is big. If you followed me for a while, you know Miss Alex. She's my youngest from my marriage with my ex. I have three total. She's the youngest, and uh, she has got a lot of anxiety. She suffered from depression, anxiety, antisocial disorder, uh, suicidal thoughts, self-harm, and so on. So it's been a phenomenal year for her just to see the growth. We are practicing driving. That's why I'm taking her to work because we are practicing driving. I'm so proud of her. She's 24 and she's come so far. She got her first job in April. She's went from part-time to a full-time position just over the past month. Like I said, I am so proud of her for stepping out and out of faith and doing things that are, are hard and challenging. So I'm very proud of her. We don't talk about my past too much, our past too much, because it does make her really twitchy, anxiety, um, she does have uh, almost like a Tourette's, that's what it reminds me of, but I know when she's challenged a lot, uh, feeling anxious or sad, she does a lot of twitching, she really does, she does a lot of twitching, so I've noticed that it's actually calmed down a lot, and also a big thing over the past two years was her to step out and get medication, both of my girls, they are on medication for their depression and so on, so I'm so proud of these girls for doing the tough stuff. Um, I, I don't say that they face their demons yet. They haven't really went back and uh, or forward to do a lot of healing. But that's okay. When the time comes for them, I know they'll do it. I'm just so proud of Miss Alex. Anyway, so getting back on the blood. So we're chatting. She's like, oh, do you know my blood type? And I'm like, no, I'll check the... I know they could tell you there, or I'll check your birth certificate. And then it just triggered that memory for me of being in the hospital with my second, Miss Jessica. My second board just had her cradling that little girl in my arms. The nurse is talking about uh, just randomly we are talking. And she's like, oh, by the way, her blood type, she is B, B positive. So my husband and I are O positive, both of us collectively together. The nurse, she finishes up, she chats. You know, I'm not thinking anything of it. He blows up, totally blows a gasket, cussing me up and down, asking me who the F I've been screwing around. Why does she have a blood, different blood type? I must be having an affair. Who was I sleeping with? Again, just freshly out of giving birth. You know, it might be a few hours or so. I was just like, 
rock back in my heels. He's like, what are you talking about? This is your child. But he kept insisting, oh no, you've been having this affair. Who is it? And just calling me every, you know, I'm a whore and whatnot. And it was just a very tense as well as heartbreaking situation. Because, you know, I'm, you're just tired after giving birth. You are tired. You're exhausted. You're mentally and physically drained. I got no time for this. You know, talking him off the ledge, but he eventually just left because he was just so, so flustered with me. And, uh, and he just was like, well, you know, you better get your story straight. Who is it? And so on and so on. But he stormed off. And then talking with Miss Alex, I said, you know what? I really got tired of having to dumb myself down because I know why there's, it's just like, no, there is a science to blood blood and what they are, what people are and so on. I am not going to get into this conversation with him because it's a no win. Anytime you have an argument with somebody that's a narcissist or toxic person, they're, they're going to talk you in circles or you're going to feel like you're talking in circles. And what is the definition of insanity? It's saying, you know, saying or doing the same thing over and over again with the same result. So I know by me sharing with him about blood types and the science behind it and how this happens, it's not going to go anywhere. But it's also going to get me in trouble again. How? Because I'm trying to be smarter than him. Did you ever have to dumb yourself down around a person? Honestly, have you ever had to do that? I couldn't talk big words anymore. So part of the stuff I used to do when I was a child, I'm talking about like 8, 9, 10, is thrilling for me. Okay, this is before the internet. I would go through the dictionary and pick out a new word, a new word to use every day. Okay, I started with A's and of course I got like really silly, like A, you know, just and. But no, I started just to kind of thumb through it and pick out words that I was not familiar with and tried to use them throughout my day or throughout that month or something. It was kind of fun to do and it expanded my vocabulary quite a bit. I was very good at spelling and um, the spelling bees. Now I never want anything, but again, that that was also something different. Another story, childhood childhood thing. So, but I, I done myself down. I noticed I had done that because I didn't want to seem smart. And, you know, this also stems from childhood, and I mentioned this before. Okay, let's talk about the childhood. Back in the childhood, I had won a contest for, uh, actually for reading. And my girlfriends at the time, rather than being supportive, they defriended me. They said, I can't be your, your friend anymore. And uh, Miss Sherelle Cotton, I don't know where you are. I'm sending you love anyway because it made me, as I got older, to understand Miss Kelly Green and Miss Lisa Caparelli, wherever you are, ladies, I'm just sending you love. And I'm not saying this is something bad against them. I'm sure that something happened to them to where they felt like they had to to make comments or not friend me anymore. They um, ignored me. They wouldn't hang out with me. If you've been in grade school, you know how it is. Something, you've got maybe a, a new pair of jeans, or you've got the latest, nowadays, you got the latest phone, and all of a sudden you're out. Or maybe you talk to somebody that wasn't in your little clique. Well, this is what happened for me. Winning that award, uh, my friends, at the, what I thought were my friends at the time, 
said, well, you are all big-headed. That was a thing back then. You're all big-headed. Look at you on the stage. And it made me so embarrassed. It also made me step back from myself to where I started failing in school. Isn't that stupid? I really started failing in school because I was thinking to myself, I don't want to be come off as I'm egotistical and be something that I'm not. You know, my friends will like me better if I'm not showing my smarts. So I stopped doing my schoolwork. And at the time, before that, I was actually in a gifted program. I had went from, I never went to kindergarten. Hey, little tidbit, I didn't go to kindergarten. I went to first grade. From first grade, I was in there for maybe two or three months when I was promoted to second grade. Yeah, yay, because I was, and then I was enrolled in a gifted program. So that's a little tidbit, maybe no one knows, yay. But since that time, we had later moved. And so I went to this other school, made these other air quotes friends, and, um, I ended up really dumbing myself down. So like third, fourth grade, I just stopped doing schoolwork. I did. I actually throughout my entire rest of my schooling, education in grammar school and high school and junior high, I just dumbed myself down. And I hate that I did that to myself. And this wasn't a revelation, a big revelation for me going forward now. I wasn't I didn't even think about it back then. It's just over the past year where I had this revelation. There was a book I read. I mean, I'll have to do like my book picks for this year. Uh, but a book that I had read that had mentioned something about the childhood and going back and things that you pick up as a childhood. So, you know, with my ex, I know I felt that I had to dumb myself down for him because if I used big words, if I knew things that he didn't, especially when we were in social circles, Wow, was I going to get reamed out for making him look stupid, for making him look dumb. And now that I think about it, when I first had this revelation, it's like, yeah, you are stupid, not me, him. Like, well, yeah. And you know what? He's actually very smart. He's a very smart guy. But yet he felt so intimidated. And it, it was just, it's phenomenal about how intimidated he felt and how he was thinking I was making him look small. And I, by all of no means, that was not my intention. My intention is, has always been to bring love, to bring peace, no matter what the situation. I am always looking at people with my heart. And I even had a situation over the summer. I've actually had a couple situations this past year. I come to people with my light and I am I'm not going to dim my life for anybody. There was a situation that happened over the summer, and I wish I could talk to this this person. And really, I, I just keep sending her love. That's all I can do is I can send her love. I was going to myself apologize. I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll order something from her. Uh, you know, I've already reached out. I sent a message. I said, hey, let's get together for coffee. I don't think she's ever saw the message. But I knew I had to just leave it up to God to heal that situation with her or to heal her heart. You know, to, and Mr. Austin Terry, he says, you know, if she talks to you, you can probably help her. You can probably really help her and get her, you know, shine some light on her darkness and her situation. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that until she, until she gets over herself. Okay, let's just say it, call it for what it is. And again, a couple of situations that are going on now with family. 
I'm not going to stop telling the truth about what happened about different situations. They want to keep it in darkness. I'm not going to do that. I am not going to do that. I'm not mentioning names, but hey, I've said it's my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, and I don't have too many of those. <laughs> but I'm not mentioning names. Legally, by the way, I get this often, if you talk about somebody that's toxic, maybe it's your, your intimate partner or a friend and so on, they could say, oh, I'm going to sue you for slander. You are not mentioning names. If you are mentioning the full name, oh yeah, you will probably get in trouble. Yes, that is slander. If you're just casually mentioning, oh, you know, that Jeff, that Rob, that Laura, that Susan, that Norman, you know what I mean? If you randomly mention it like a first name, that eh, you still might get a scolding, but there's nothing they can do. As long as you're not mentioning, again, that full name, don't do that. We don't want you to get in trouble. But they will, people still try to silence you because they're embarrassed of their behavior. I'm not embarrassed anymore of calling it out for what it is. Toxic behavior, bad behavior, even that of my ex. There's, there's no way in heck that I am going to dim my light for anybody anymore. I'm not going to dumb myself down anymore because I don't have to. There's no reason to do that. I am going to keep shining and I encourage whoever is listening to this today, keep shining your light. You are smart. You are courageous. You can do wonderful and awesome things. You are uniquely made. You are a treasure. Don't forget that. You can do anything you put your mind to. Honestly, you can put do anything you put your mind to. Now, would I I did I didn't do my birthday this year, my birthday video this year. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. Um, I didn't do my birthday video this year. And what I mean by that is the last few years I've been coming on for my birthday to share more about what abuse is and so on. And I didn't do that this year. Um, I'm not quite sure why, but I didn't. But I want to just say again how grateful I am of this blessed life. Does everything go right? Am, am I in church? Let's do another question too. Do you go to church every week? No, I do not. It's a struggle to get my family to go. You know, and I I did mention to Mr. Awesome just recently, I really want to start going out again. I do. And for whoever asks, I do go to the first baptism of Lowell, but I actually go to the uh, the church in Rensselaer. It's Rensselaer, Indiana. I get that question a lot too. Um, I we haven't. We just haven't. We stepped away, and that's both of our faults. But a lot of times, it's, it's a struggle to get people out the door, honestly. And um, this church is different because you might have a lot of praise music and you know a drummer up there and a guitar player. They don't do that. They do the old school hymnal where they're singing glory to God. They might get somebody up there on stage or at the pulpit that sings. And we are not going to clap for them because we are giving glory to the Lord and we're not clapping for that person. And that when that person steps up on stage, they are not doing it out of their ego. They're coming because they want to give glory to the Lord. And I know this is hard for people to wrap their mind around. So there is no bouncing ball on the screen with the, the usual contemporary music. It's the old school, old school hymnal that we're using. And I love that. I do. I love that. Uh, and, and giving that glory to God. But anyway, 
So if anybody's wondering, and my pastor does use the KJV version, because you are smart. Again, people are smart. They don't think that they can read the old school Bible. I know, I'm going off track, but you know what, this feels really hard and heavy on my heart to go ahead and just say that you don't, you, again, don't dumb yourself down. You can read that KJV Bible. <laughs> there, you can, you can do it. And I know they're like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm, and I hear this a lot. I'm stupid. I can't read that or I can't understand it. There are some words that I don't understand. I just go to my dictionary or Google it. Okay, Google, tell me what this is. What does this mean? And, you know, then I know. Oh, cool. Now I know. And, okay, yeah, the begats. I begat this one. I begat that person. Okay, well, what's begat mean? You know, just little things like that. Go ahead. I knew a begat then. But do you know what I mean? Just, you're not stupid. You're not dumb. Don't dim your life for anybody. You are unique. You are divinely made. You are beautiful. And I know that you can do great things. You can do hard things. You can do things that are challenging. Whatever you're going to put your mind to, you can do it. And it might take a day or two. Don't beat yourself up, but you can do hard things. You can do challenging things. Do things in bite-sized pieces. Do things like on a list. I know some people don't like doing lists. I love lists. I love planners, but I do. I did also find out I have ADHD. I think I mentioned this. I have stacks of planners, stacks of journals, stacks of notebooks that are half done, okay? I am, I have what I call organized disorganization. I am messy. I, you know, you might think, oh wow, she's got it together. If you look at my office, my office is packed full of crap right now. It's got art, it's got crafty stuff. There is antique and vintage stuff in my office right now. You can barely, it almost looks like a hoarder house, but it's not. Or a hoarder room, but it's not. I am messy. I've always been messy. Do I love going over like to my mom's house or friend's house and organizing them? I do. I do a really good job. <laughs> but when it comes to doing my own stuff, I don't have no time. I have no energy. I, I don't. I, it's more like I don't have energy and it seems overwhelming. But I could go to somebody else's house. But anyway, reeling myself back in, long story short, that triggered that memory. And here I am 14 years out and I'm still getting memories. It happens. So those people that ask, when am I finally going to get over this? You'll never get over it. And there'll always be little little sparks, little things, little, little memories that pop up from here. And let them. Remember them and let it go. So I hear me today letting it go. But I am home now. I'm going to go check in this Alex birth certificate to find out. I don't know why my turn signal on in my driveway. But I'm going to go check her birth certificate out just to give her that information. I know this was long. Thank you for listening to me along my way home. Have a great rest of your day. And you learned a little bit more about me. Probably you're like, well, I didn't really need to know that. But that's okay. You do know. <laughs> Love you. Stay safe. And God bless.